0: Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasseur, and broadcasting live from Shlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number one. The National Weather Service confirms wildfires coming from Canada are leading to widespread haze and poor air quality in New York State. New York State's Departments of Environmental Conservation and Health are advising that exposure can cause short-term health effects, such as irritation to the eyes, nose, and throat, coughing, sneezing, runny nose, and shortness of breath. Exposure to elevated levels of fine particulate matter can also worsen medical conditions such as asthma and heart disease. As of Tuesday morning, June 6, More than 160 forest fires were still burning in Quebec, Canada, including at least 114 that are deemed out of control. The recent wildfires have been described by Canadian federal officials as among one of Canada's worst fire seasons ever. The New York State Department of Environmental Conservation urged residents to conserve energy and reduce pollution by taking mass transit, turning off lights in unoccupied areas, and using fans to circulate air until the smoke passes. The AirNow U.S. Government Air Quality Rating Platform gave New York City a rating in the 150s. The ratings are calculated between zero and 500, with zero considered to be the healthiest. In Ottawa, Canada's capital, the AirNow level is at nearly 250, Bloomberg reported. The Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, urged New Yorkers to limit outdoor activities until the smoke passes over the area. Some of these particulate matters, also called particle pollution, swirling around are a combination of solid particles and liquid droplets found in the air, dust, dirt, soot, or smoke and can, and can be inhaled deep into the lungs as per the EPA. Many of these particles are microscopic and are not able to be seen by the naked eye. The short-term effects may cause eye and respiratory tract irritation, leading to shortness of breath. Prolonged exposure can exacerbate asthma and heart disease. Meteorologist John Humannuk suggest taking some measures to safeguard one's self. Quote, just take some precautionary steps to make sure that you're not overexerting yourself, putting yourself in a situation where you could be impacted negatively by it. Knowing that the air quality is definitely degraded compared to usual, he said. Number two. The Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, has reported a significant decline in unlawful entries along the southern border with a 70% decrease from the record highs observed since the end of Title 42 on May 11th According to DHS statistics released on Tuesday, June 6, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol the CBP, has been encountering an average of 3,400 individuals per day between ports of entry along with fewer than 300 non-CBP encounters at ports of entry per day. This amounts to approximately 3,700 unscheduled encounters daily. During the period from May 12th to June 2nd, DHS repatriated over 38,400 non-citizens including single adults and families to more than 80 countries under Title 8 authorities. Among these repatriations, over 1,400 non-citizens from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela were returned to Mexico under Title 8 authorities. This marked the first instance in the bilateral history that the Mexican government allowed the repatriation of non-Mexican nationals at the border under Title 8. The majority of encounters during this period involved individuals from Mexico, Honduras, and Venezuela collectively accounting for 70% of the daily encounters, according to the DHS. The White House commended the decrease in unlawful entries, refuting claims by political pundits and Republican lawmakers who asserted that the administration was ill-prepared for the end of Title 42. The CBP One app introduced by DHS to provide various CBP services facilitated the safe and orderly presentation Of 1,070 non-citizens each day at a port of entry, where they were processed during their scheduled appointment time. As of June 1st, CBP has expanded the number of daily appointments available to 1,250. However, some Republicans have expressed skepticism regarding the CBP-1 app, suggesting that it may enable mass migration. They contend that the Biden administration is, is exploiting the app to facilitate the entry of tens of thousands of illegal aliens into the country. House Republicans voted to prevent DHS from misusing the app and to restore it to its original intended purpose, as tweeted by Republicans on the House Committee on Homeland Security on Monday, June 5th. Number three. The Israeli Army reported on Tuesday, June 6th that 26,000 bullets and rifles have been stolen from a military bunker within an IDF base in the south of the country. A joint investigation by the Israeli police and the military police Has been launched. It's been over six months since the last similar theft. The recurring incidents previously plagued southern IDF bases. The robberies could be committed by both soldiers or criminal gangs. In December, eight Bedouin Israeli men were arrested for their involvement in an October break-in of an Israeli military base that had resulted in the theft of tens of thousands of bullets. They were captured with the help from the Shin Bet Internal Security Agency. Arab communities in Israel have experienced a surge in violence over the past few years, and according to a 2020 parliamentary report, some 400,000 weapons are illegally circulating in the country, the vast majority in Arab communities. On Monday night, June 5th, lawmakers from Arab majority parties of Israel's parliament met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in order to fight the rising crime rates in Israeli Arab communities, and presented, quote, a list of demands. Earlier on Monday, June 5th, Israel, Israeli National Security Minister Itamar ben gvir announced his intention to appoint a czar to oversee the fight against crime in such areas. However, many in the Arab community refused to cooperate with the far-right minister. On Wednesday, June 7th, Israeli police arrested the suspects in the theft of the ammunition from the Tsalim military base in the south of the country and all of the stolen ammunition was turned over as part of the investigation. The arrests were carried out by the Israeli police forces with the cooperation of the Shin Bet Domestic Security Agency that provided, quote, exact intelligence information, said the Israeli police. This arrest came less than 24 hours after the incident. The suspects are two Israeli Arabs, residents of the Negev region, according to the police statement. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.